Hello, everyone, and welcome to Pucks on the Dasher, a hockey podcast. I'm your host, Adam Glass, and with me, as always, my co-host, Tyler Hebner. Hello, hello. So, Tyler, you got to see a movie on the weekend. <laughs> yeah, I did. It was great. First time in a movie theater in a while. Uh, and you got to see my little film called Y2 Cameron. Uh, if any listeners came to that, um, possibly some did, or at least occasional listeners, uh, thank you. Um, it was kind of neat to do it at a different theater this time. Uh, pretty nice theater, actually. Yep. Um, and then we did a little Q&A after, and that was pretty fun. Um, but it's hard to give me a microphone on a stage with eight people and expect me to, <laughs> to not talk for 20 minutes. <laughs> um, but I, I thought we all answered questions and everything like that, so that was kind of fun. Yeah, it was a great time. Happy to, happy to go back to, to London once in a while. Yep, uh, and thank you Storm State Brewery for staying open a little late for us. <laughs> um, but um, I I hope everything worked out with the uh, couple that was still in there when we left. <laughs> <laughs> they were a bit sketch. Uh, a little bit. Okay, so uh, since we are in that time of the year, uh, we officially start with our Fantasy Hockey Weeks. Oh, do we have to? Well, buddy, we do it every week. This is just how it works. Uh, recurring segments make it easier on the producer, <coughs> me, to uh, to not have to do as much work for every podcast. Yeah, but fantasy hockey is not fun. Yeah, but that's yeah, I don't know if you're bad heard. at it. Stop being bad at it. It's not fun anymore. Okay. So I'll start with the big pool. Uh, I lost uh, 7-3 last week. Um, to one of my bitter rivals since the pool started, um, Mr. Brody Zamnick and his Brozan blue sweaters, mostly because my goaltending is probably had the worst week it will have all year. That's fair. Um, I know, I know a little bit about that. So that was unfortunate. Um, also, uh, since this affects all my pools, uh, Austin Matthews only has one goal this year, which I mean, <laughs> I'm not panicking at all about it. Um, but it is affecting me in every single league. Yeah. Uh, so how did it go for you? Oh, talk about your solo league. Yeah, I lost uh, <laughs> pretty handedly. Um, just wasn't uh, wasn't a good week overall across pretty much every league I I participate in. It just you know I, I have a I don't have a lot of I don't have as much player variation that I like to, I guess you could say, like I have a lot of similar players across a lot of the leagues. So when the goings are bad, it's traditionally bad <laughs> for me, I guess across. So yeah, in the big league, I, I or in my big league, I lost uh, again, goaltending, just guys, uh, guys I've never owned before. Like I, I try in this league also, like as much player overlap as I have, I've tried to own players I've never owned before just because, Either we know people who like certain players, like this is just an opportunity for me to own different people. So I have, for the first time ever, Sam Rat Reinhardt and Mason or and Lucas Raymond, and they're doing nothing to start the year, <laughs> absolutely nothing. And it's like, what the like, what are we doing here? So, yeah. There's a lot of players that are doing absolutely well. A lot of teams also, um, which we might get to yeah. later, that are doing yeah. absolutely nothing. Uh, okay, over in the points pool, which me and Tyler are both in, uh, I pulled off a pretty handed victory 
Um, and I buy, I lost out on top points for the week by 6.3 points to Roseanne Blue Sweaters team in the points pool. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so there are three undefeated teams left in the points pool. I am fortunate to be one of them. Three teams at 2-0, and though. Usually it's a lot bigger sometimes uh, to start the year. We'll see. Uh, and it looks like you, uh, how did you do in the points pool this week, Tyler? Mm-hmm. I got a win. First of the season. Uh, very close margin of victory versus uh, our friend Bus. Um, but I won by, I ended up winning by four points, which I think came down to a Sunday night kind of show off where we were like really close to each other. And I had picked up Dominic Kubelik for Ooh, Sunday night. Quality. And he had a he had a three point night, three power play points and six shots on goals in in one game. <laughs> yeah. uh, so, so that really did save the week for me. I would say probably without him, I was de- well, I was definitely losing if I didn't have him on the team. Um, so it was a good last minute ad for me who and a guy who even as we speak now, has already gotten a, another point in the game tonight who is very quickly go, like potentially staying on my team. And it's a guy who I owned back in the day when he had his good season with Patrick Kane. Um, I had him that whole year almost. So it's nice to kind of be able to to own him in fantasy again, because I do like the player. Well, they're actually giving him ice time and a place yeah. to succeed again. So that's helpful for him. Lots of injuries in Detroit. So I'm not sure if it's going to kind of stick long term, but you never know. Yeah, Bertuzzi's, I think, out. Verana obviously has stepped away from the game currently to deal with a, uh, I don't know, alcohol or substance abuse yeah. problem. Uh, we don't quite know. Um, so, yeah, there's a spot in that top. And, like, I mean, that Detroit op- that Detroit top six is, like, not bad. Nope, not bad at all. <laughs> uh, okay, so over in the auction league, which we were also both in, uh, it was a pretty important week, you could say. Right, mm-hmm. Tyler? It was an important week for me, for sure, yeah. Uh, Tyler had yet to win a week. It was uh, week two. He didn't win his first week, uh, and then he was fortunate enough to have to play me in week two. And I eked out a 4-3 victory despite Martin Jones deciding that there's no way he was going. He tried not to let it happen, but yeah, uh, it still ended up happening, fortunate enough, because yeah. uh, the Panthers, I believe, won later that night. Yeah, you basically, yeah, you won on, on the Spencer Knight win, I believe it was, and just plus minus not breaking either of our ways. Which so. is crazy. All day, it was tied all day Sunday. It never moved. Like, yeah. weird. We had like five or six players each playing. It was a really, like, I, it was the matchup ended up being four to three. So it was a very, very close matchup. It could have went either way. Our power play points were within one power play point. Right, like it was other than goals, it was a very yeah. close and shots, I guess. Hits were within four, like yeah, stuff very like close we, we tied in goalie wins, like everything. Yeah. Oh, our goalies didn't want to stop any pucks, but they put some wins up. Speak for yourself, I had an over 900 save percentage. Yeah, that's true. Uh, I'm with 901. 880, <laughs> mostly due to um, the one start from Martin Jones where he led in five goals. Um, yeah, so it's good. Yeah, my team is. Um, Team's not doing great, and I sat ta- I sat a bunch of Taylor Hall points this this week as well too. Like I I think I sat four points overall. Not that that would like I think the plus minus probably would have went better. So mm-hmm. I, like I pretty much think I I more lost the week on my own with some bad decisions. But yeah, my team's starting off very slow. Uh, I'm looking at Rasmus Dahlin's week, and I'm 
kind of like, wow, you had that week, and I'm not picking you as my super duper star this week. Sorry, buddy. <laughs> it's just the way it works. Yeah. Uh, okay. So, uh, do you want me to start off with my poo poo performer? Yeah, sure. Uh, a guy who's just not well. The whole team maybe is they're on like I think a six game losing streak right now. They played over in where did they play? Was it Finland? They played in uh, the in Czechia. Czechia? Did they not? Yeah. Um, Eli Tolvanen had was a minus one with two hit two hits and two shots last week. That's it. Like yeah. that's not that's not even rosterable. Like what are you doing, buddy? <laughs> The whole team's kind of gross right now, but that's not. I need at least five to. I need at least six. Yeah, I need five to six of probably shots and hits to keep you on my roster every yeah. week to make it worth it. Like, uh, who's who's your poo poo of the week? I could pick Reinhardt and I could pick Lucas Raymond, and I think there's a couple other guys I could probably find. But really, the one that's killing me the most, and it's it's funny enough that it's on the points league team, the only one that I got to win on this week, it's the fact that I spent a first round pick on Jeremy Swayman, and he's mm. not even starting. Like, and when he does start, he gets he lets in six goals on nineteen shots, or sorry, he lets in six goals and makes nineteen saves. Um, so not uh, not at all what I what I need out of a first round pick. Like Mackenzie Blackwood, who is a waiver pickup for me, has outperformed what should be my third best goalie on the team. So I'd have to go with him just because it's been like the, the draft capital was so high. I could probably just say Gibson every week, but I've snuck him onto the IR and points pool and just haven't wanted yeah. to drop anyone to bring him back. That's yet. fair. Just keep him there. Until He's just sitting there while he gets bad start after bad start. Uh, I'm just going to give an honorable mention to Rasmus Dahlin, who's been on fire to start the season here. Uh, last week, he had three goals, two assists, plus five, two power play points, 10 shots, and six hits. Yeah. Uh, but he is not my super duper star. That will be. A guy who I was debating on keeping in points pool, uh, but I ended up getting to draft, which I'm super happy with, because uh, Reinhardt, as you said, has been garbage. Mm-hmm. Uh, that is Mr. Val Nichushkin, who had three goals, five assists, plus four, two power play points, two shorthanded points, a game-winning goal, 13 shots on goal, seven hits, and three blocks. Nice. 21.15 fantasy points in the points pool. If you were a goalie, you'd have to probably have, like, two shutouts and another win to get that high. Yeah. For me, mine's going to be David Pasternak, who has been one of the best fantasy assets, I think, this season, other than your your really, really top-end talent. This past week, he had three goals, three assists, two power play points, 26 shots on net, four hits, and one block. Um, so doing doing God's work. He was by far my best forward on the my big pool league team. Uh, okay, Tyler, mm-hmm. are you ready for a little game called overrated, underrated, favorite, least favorite? Yes. And we're going to do it since we don't, I just, we have to touch on it because there are some that I do want to touch on. So I figured this is the easiest way to talk about all of it without having to go through all of them. Okay. Um, we're going to do overrated, underrated, favorite, least favorite versus retros of 2022. Fun. I have to pull them up. Okay, yeah, yeah. Go. I got the the little picture. The little picture that has them all in one was was nice to see. Um, is it the one where there. there's like four in each, and then it you see like all four people, and they're just all in the different jerseys? Correct. Yes. Yeah, that's yeah. what I have up. 
Um, okay, start us off. Oh man. So. What are we doing? Overrated. Okay. Go ahead. Sorry. I think that New York Rangers Statue of Liberty jersey is overrated. Is it really? I thought it was considered pretty mid. Oh, is it a mid? Okay, maybe you should explain to me which ones are apparently people are peeking on or well, what I are read, saying. I, I'm not. Well, then I'm kind of leading the leading the jury, if you will. Um, yeah, but I don't have any like sense I, of modern I, everybody style. Is such a okay, no, no, I got it. I got it. Okay. That lightning one is fine, but it's not my favorite. I know that's okay. an obvious one, but okay, I know sure. a lot of people like that. Okay, that's fair if you've heard that. I, yeah, I think it's trash as well. My overrated one and one that I see super highly rated that I'm just like, what? Why? Is the Florida Panthers. The baby blue and the old red and, and navy blue. It's just, I just, I, I'm not a fan of navy, of, uh, of baby blue on a, a team sports jersey, I guess you could say. Like, I think the Montreal Canadian slash Expos. Um, Jersey is is equally as overrated, uh, but the Florida one in particular, like the 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 logo itself is it used to be a shoulder patch. It looks like it should be a shoulder like that's <laughs> not a main logo on a on a jersey to me, right? So that that's one that I'll call you know fairly overrated in my opinion. But um, I mean there are a lot of bad ones this year c- compared to last year. I, I found myself being like, wow, a lot of these are horribly ugly. Um, I actually don't mind the Panthers one just because it's so different. But yeah, the expo, the Canadians, uh, the Canadians. It's like how many different things can you ultimately do with that team, right? Yeah, and that's why it wasn't my like it won't be my least favorite, and it's not my most overrated. It's just like oh yeah, baby blue. It's like okay, <laughs> sweet. Um, do you have an underrated or what is your underrated? Underrated for me. It's so it's tough. What like because there's like a lot of really really bad ones. Um, <sighs> underrated is like I, I I'm gonna just go ahead and say I like the Bruins one, and I don't know how much people hate it necessarily, but I think it's. Like, if I had to rank all of these and put them in a list, I think it would be in my top 10, probably. Oh, I've heard, I've heard nothing but affection for the Pooh Bear Bruins. Yeah, I like the Brown. I, I think they, you know, I, I'd like to see more. I'd like to see more Brown in the league, personally. Like, those Hershey Bear jerseys in the <laughs> AHL are really nice. I would, I would agree with that on all levels, Tyler. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Jesus. All right. Um, so yeah, I would say those like the Sabers also. I feel like it's pretty good, like the the old you know red the and black. The goat head they call yeah, it. Yeah, the goat head with the updated colors. Like I like it. I'm glad they didn't do the the old colors. That is what the one thing I was worried about was they would do those black and red, silver, or whatever it was mm-hmm. back then. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, underrated for me, right? That's what I'm on. Yeah, uh, that's right. I. I can't pick it as my favorite, but I didn't think I would like it. But the the New Jersey Devils jersey with the scout colors, huh? I think, is sick. Like, it was I pretty think nice. That one was one that kind of really shocked me with how much I liked it when I saw what it was. Yeah. 
Um, I actually think it's really cool. And I actually think those colors, those scout colors, like some teams should take those. For sure. I That's agree. kind of a neat color scheme that is definitely not in the NHL anywhere. Very much so. I like it. Uh, um, so favorite. Um, favorite for me. Your super, favorite? Yeah, favorite, favorite for me is super easy. By far and away, without a question of the doubt, the Pittsburgh Penguins. I think the they're Robo the, Penguin. I love it. I honestly, I would love that. Like, it, it'll never happen because, like, the Sidney Crosby era Penguin jerseys are so iconic right now, and we couldn't yeah. imagine a re. We could not imagine a rebrand, right? I love, I love it. I, I just love it. I think. Well, I guess that's the. Is that like the one you remember growing up type thing? No, it's that was like not, the late nineties one. Yeah, this is Lemieux, right? Lemieux era. Yeah. Yes. Well, he wore the older style too, but that was like kind of '90s peak Lemieux. I just, I just really like these, and I think they're more. It's more sleek, and like the logo itself is is iconic, right? But I just, I just think it's a really nice jersey. Um, I know it's going to be a weird pull, but I, I don't know why, but that Dallas Stars jersey is probably my favorite. Really? I kind of love that style Stars jersey. Oh, those things are about to get really awkward. Is that your least favorite? I think it's trash. And I think the Dallas Stars haven't, haven't had a good jersey in a long time. I like I, that one. I would love to see them just completely rebrand because I think their branding is horrible. It's some of the it's the it's some of the worst of, in the league, I would say. For wow. having such a layup of a, like, you have such a layup of a team name. It's a star. You really can't fuck that up. And they manage to fuck it up every time they make a jersey, in my opinion. I was literally These are looking, hideous in my in my eyes. I was looking to see if there was another jersey that I would even want to necessarily buy. And like honestly, other than maybe that Devil Scouts jersey, I don't honestly don't even know if I'd have a second. For me, what do I want? So I can go quickly through this and do like which ones would I buy? I would buy the I'd probably buy the the Coyotes jersey. I'd <laughs> I'd probably buy the wild jersey, but I know I wouldn't. But I, I that's because I don't I hate the team, not the the branding. Like I like the jersey; it's nice. I'd probably buy the Canucks jersey. Uh. Um, I would probably buy the Sens jersey. I actually like the Vegas jersey. Yeah, the Vegas one's all right, even though I hate the Daniel names. Just got and it. I'm consi- like I am currently considering buying the Kings jersey, like actually. Like I, I, I want to get a Doughty jerseys, and I figure I might as well just get it, get this one, even though I like the reverse retros from last time better. Uh, if you had to buy one, Detroit or Chicago? Oh God! You had like you have to. You're being forced, and you're like you have to like gun to your head. You got to Chicago. Probably, probably Chicago because that's Detroit, what I'm thinking too. There's a little Detroit, more style to it. Detroit looks like a shirt. Yeah, it does. Like it just straight I'm up looking at it right now, and I'm like, it looks like a t-shirt compared to every jersey. Yeah, it's really bad. But anyways, uh, what's your least favorite? That stupid Sharks Oakland Seals one. Get out of here with that. Cal- they're actually the California Golden Seals, but that's fine. Yeah, but you know what I mean. I, I know what you mean, but it's you're wrong. It's get out of here with it. It's dumb. Yeah, I mean, it is what it is. Yeah, but it's just weird. It's, it's just like, I just get really big. Um. Oh no! Why can't I pull it quickly? Um. The Will Ferrell movie with the basketball. Uh. Yeah. Um. Uh. His name's Jackie Moon. Fuck. Yeah. What's, what's the team name? The, what's the name? It's a Michigan team, right? 
team from Michigan. It's like a Flint. Is it Flint? Oh, God, wow. Somebody's tropics? screaming right now listening to this. I'm pretty sure it's the Tropics, isn't it? Oh, yeah, that's what it is. The Flint Tropics. That's yeah. like, that's what I like. That looks like a weird 70s basketball jersey. That's fair. That's Which fair. is, well, actually, given where the Golden Seals existed, I guess that makes sense. But what we should say is we give the Sharks an immediate pass because they finally figured out their jerseys uh, for their, their actual home. Yeah, their, their actual and jerseys they are good now. Fucking sick. They look so good right now. Uh, shout out to the Kraken for at least making me consider a jersey that looks really silly. I hate the branding of this team. I can't stand it. The Avalanche one looks like a baseball logo. Yeah, it's a throwback, right? It's what it is. Just put a rock on there. <laughs> the least one is actually way better than last year's, I will say. I wouldn't get one, but it's way better than that stupid thing they put out last year. Yeah. Uh, okay, speaking of stupid things, Evgeny Kuznetsov swung his stick and hit a guy in the face and got suspended for one game. Fun. Right? Good job, team. Perfect. Um, no reason to do more than that. Uh, Phil Kessel is the new Iron Man. Yeah, well, he's not the new Iron Man. He tied the record. I thought he broke it. No, he tied it. last night. He tied it. He breaks it tonight. Oh, okay. Well, he is the new Iron Man. I'm just going to say it right now. As long as he starts that game, that work, that counts, right? That counts, yeah. Okay, so congrats, uh, Phil Kessel, on being the new Iron Man. Uh, I hope he just adds so many more games onto it that is just ludicrous and nobody could ever possibly do it. <laughs> um, and he just keeps the record forever because I think it's hilarious mm-hmm. that it's his. Do you think if he would... Okay. Phil Kessel, is, is he a Hall of Famer? Uh, He's got to be getting up there on the American uh, scoring charts, you would think, right? Probably not. He would be like a borderline. He's like the Marlowe of the States. Other than the Cups, he hasn't won anything, right? Like, um, No, he, I don't think he had a Richard or anything like that. He, he should have had a Con He should have had a Con He 100% should have <clears throat> had a Con Smythe, but... What does that get you? Does that put him into the Hall of Fame if he does? Well, I mean, for some players it did. <laughs> um, I don't know. That one's tough for me. I think for him, it really depends on where he finishes point total-wise um, amongst Americans, right? Because mm-hmm. that'll be a big factor. If he's, like, top five or top three in scoring all-time for American-born players, like, that might actually matter. He's a very polarizing figure of the league. So, in terms of fame, yeah. I mean, guy Yeah, but doesn't it lot. seem like all the players love him and this polarization seems to be more from the media than anything? Yeah. But that's what polarizing is. No, I get it. But I'm just saying, like, so are I'm you not kidding th- me? Do you think that people don't act like you think that Leafs fans at the time wanted like they absolutely were calling for Phil Castle to be traded? Oh, I'm saying, yeah, I know Leaf fans were, but I don't I mean, see the players themselves, because those would be the ones that would decide whether he gets in the Hall of Fame. Yeah, no, he, I think the players all like I him. think the players all love him. So. Uh, OK, Landis Scott got hurt. Um, and the Avalanche don't have a second line center because Kadri left. Is this a problem for you? Uh, no, they're the no. Avalanche. No, they're fine. Personally, I wish Landis Gog wasn't hurt, but oh, I think okay. Be okay. <clears throat> Selfishly. Yeah, fantasy wise. Uh, Tyler. Mm-hmm. 
What if over the summer you had a player who had just had a career high season? He was turning almost 30, and you had him locked up for one more year at $5.25 million. And you had a team that missed the playoffs. What would you do? I, I don't know. <laughs> what if you were the GM of that team? What would you do? You missed the playoffs. Mm-hmm. You have a guy who just had a career high in points, and he's about to tip over the scales into 30. I guess you're going to be a free him, agent. Right? He has one year left. I think you're trying to lead me to say trade him. Well, I'm not. I'm just asking you your opinion. Yeah. Well, what you would do in that situation. I guess you would trade him. Okay. You that wouldn't would sign him to uh, a, 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 a contract until the end of basically 2030? No, probably not. Oh. Well, why not? Because he's old. Oh. But, yeah, but your team missed the playoffs, though. So you need good players, right? I don't know where you're going with this. <laughs> I don't know where um, you're trying to lead us down. But, I'm, but I'm trying to lead us ride. down to a team called the Vancouver Canucks signing a Mr. JT Miller um, to yeah. that ludicrous contract that sure. now, given the so he is still currently under his original contract, Tyler, mm-hmm. at $5.25 million, 1000 million, if you will, on this podcast. They have Bo Horvat coming up as a UFA after this year. Uh, they have... Kuzmenko as a UFA after the end of this year, after blowing smoke up his butt all off preseason. Mm-hmm. They basically, I would argue, don't have a defense. Quinn um, Hughes is pretty good. Yeah, but he's not the best defenseman. Ah, he's not big enough and hits enough, is what you're saying. I well, see. I mean, you can't just have Quinn Hughes and a bunch of guys. I don't think he's that good, Tyler. Ooh, that's a hot take. Okay. Well, it doesn't seem to be working for this team. <laughs> and then uh, you arguably do, though, have a, what, top 10 goalie in the NHL? Uh, probably, yeah. Signed for a reasonable contract for another three seasons. Um, but if you look, Tyler, I'm going to look right here. What is their record? Let's see. Seven games played. Well, that's a oh, zero. <laughs> zero. And then there's a five and a two. So that's that's probably not good, right? A probably zero? not. No wins. Uh, boot on their home opener with the classic jersey toss happening. Uh, the, the GM is now saying that rebuilds take time, even though in the offseason he basically didn't want to say, well, he was basically saying they weren't going to rebuild. Uh, they also brought Boudreaux back because he signed for one more year. And he basically, I think, wants to just go home again mm-hmm. at this point um, and just probably not come back anywhere. <laughs> uh, but they probably don't want to fire him, Tyler, because they're still also paying Travis Green uh, for this season. They are. Uh, so that means that they probably have, let's say, 4 to $5 million tied up in to maybe two coaches that they do not want coaching their team. It's almost like uh, it might not be the coach's fault. But the GM is new, though. Right? Yeah, there's something up with the... Yeah, I think, think there's definitely something up with the, the mix of players in the room, for sure. Oh, and then you also have the whole Rachel Dory, Dory situation where one week Boudreaux was saying she's part of the coaching staff and the next week she was no longer with the team. And we still don't necessarily know what happened there. So, yeah. 
Um, oh yeah, I forgot about Connor Garland. They re-signed him. He's got three more years left at almost five million. Is that uh, good? <laughs> let's see here. How do I check his? Ooh, let's see. He has uh, two goals in six games, and last year he had fifty-two points in seventy-seven mm-hmm. games. Connor Garland probably a good player, but he's probably a fine complimentary player on a decent team. Well, let's look at their lines. Where are they playing him? Okay, well, if they you just had a Connor Garland, where him. would you play him? They healthy scratched him, I think, uh, one of these early games in the seasons, just because, and and the explanation was, well, someone needed to get scratched. Perfect. <laughs> and it was him. It was where him. would I play Connor Garland? Probably second line winger, I would say. You wouldn't play him on the third line with two rookies? No, probably not. Oh, geez. That's but that a... depends on what else I have, right? Well, would you play... Okay. Would you play Connor Garland above Nils Hoglander? No. Or yes. Yes, I would play... Sorry. I would play him above Nils Hoglander, yes. Connor Garland's a left wing, right wing, correct? He can go either? Yep. I believe. Okay. Would you play him above Vasily Postkolden? Pod Colson. Uh like I I would intend to, yes, but Okay. Would sure. you play him above Ilya Mikheyev? Yes, for sure. I think that's one of the worst contracts that were signed this offseason. So that is four wingers or three wingers currently ahead of him on this depth chart. Yeah. And he but is you, playing with Kuzmenko and Amon. You could be trying to um spread out the offense, but yeah, like yeah, but that's not spreading out. The spreading out the offense no, is it. putting like JT Miller on the third line or something. Yeah. Like again, like I'd want him with Pedersen probably. Like if you're going to do it, then put Pedersen, Horvat, and Miller on one line and then just figure out the rest of it. Those are three centers though. <laughs> yeah, but who cares? <laughs> yeah, who cares if you don't have a second well, line? Well, Pedersen's not playing that great either, so try something. Pedersen's been great. He's been their best forward this season. Uh, would you put Connor Garland on the po- top power play unit? Probably not with this team. Okay. Because I would want it to be Pedersen, Horvat, Miller, hmm. and then Hughes. Yeah. And then probably Besser for the shooting. Not Kuzmenko. Mm, I don't. Uh, I don't. I still don't really even know if this that guy's good or not. <laughs> right. right. I just want you to know that Besser is also not on the second power play unit. Oh, perfect. Yeah, I, I they're giving Kuzmenko a <laughs> He's shot. He's actually I guess. not even in this lineup here. Is he hurt right now? He is hurt right now. Yes. Okay, that would be why. Of course, it's it's Brock Besser. Come on now. Right. Uh, yeah, Quinn Hughes is also out. Uh, recently acquired Riley Stillman is day to day. Tucker Pullman's on IR. Travis Dermott is on IR. Surprise, surprise, as a Leaf fan would know. Um, and, and they also, yeah, Hughes is out for how long? Like a month. Yeah, something like that. They're in trouble. Uh, they also have Spencer Martin as a backup, which is just, like, insanity when you're a team that relies on your goaltender to just throw him in there and be like, yeah, you'll be fine. Yeah, Spencer Martin at one point was pretty highly regarded, so I'm not too I guess you got to try at some point. Yeah, goalies are whatever. Unless the goalies ask, they're good until they're asked. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's, that's the true. rule, right? Uh, okay, so... You might think, well, sometimes teams' records are bad, but the underlying numbers are okay. So they're they're basically swimming everywhere. Perfect. 
we have a goals for percentage of 44%, uh, expected goals for 44. Uh, there's, let's see, what do we got? Corsi 4 of 48, like everything's under 50. There's nothing nice looking here. Perfect. This isn't like unlucky. I don't see PDO on here. I don't know where to look that up. I thought it was on here. Um, so gross. So you basically have a bad team, right? Or at least mm -hmm. not playing well right now. You have a bunch of contracts that you probably shouldn't have signed. Uh, and because really, ideally, what you really... Okay, what would you do? Because you love these questions, right? Mm -hmm. If you wanted to, let's just say you could start with a blank slate, but you could take any of these players and contracts and put them back onto this new team. Which players would you actually want off this roster? Well, that's, I think that's the problem is that a lot of their long contracts aren't good. Like so, Pedersen's an RFA in one more after this season, like he's got one more yeah. season and then who knows what his QO is. Cause I'm sure it's not seven, three. No, I, I'd, I'd probably take Pedersen at what he's at right now because I believe in the player, right? And he's only 23. I'd probably walk away from Besser. I I, I think I'd take Bo Horvat. I think he's a, like, uh, like he's a good second-line center to have. Like You can't get much better than that. He's uh, 27. Uh, yeah. If you could get him to on like a five-year deal, ideally, that would be yeah. great. I don't think he's going to cost as much no i feel like he's the captain like he probably yeah. wants to just stick around seven and a half eight mil i think probably gets it done for him but um jt miller's a tough one because he is good now but he can't play defense and that the garland the garland contract's actually solid for what he is they're I just think. not using him right he's just not something's not clicking there uh, probably walk away from pretty much everything else, I would say. You don't want, bias. You don't Maybe want Curtis Lazar? No. Probably I would probably still want to at least put a flyer in on Pot Colson and Hoglander and see what happens. They're still fairly young. Um defensively I would take none of it. You're just taking and Hughes and Burn and everything else. Hughes and, and Demko and What about know. Rathbone? Come on. No, I don't think there's anything there. Nothing there, eh? No. You don't want four more. Oh my God, four more years of oh, yeah. OEL at seven point two million dollars. Yeah, that contract. That's gonna be a problem for them. Whoever, I I don't know if they would be able to figure it out, but the owner of the Arizona Coyotes needs to have bought an insane uh, like watch or whatever those rich people like to buy each other for oh, whoever that's... closed that deal. Because it saved him like thirty million dollars. <laughs> yep. For nothing. For nothing. Like they could have. That's the only trade they could have moved him in. They were the only team stupid enough to take him. Pretty much. Insane. And I don't know if I don't know if he's been like like yes the team is bad and yes he makes a, and a good chunk of. I don't think he's actually been that. Hor it's not no, like he's been like, horrible. He's been fine, but it's just like there is no way that fine like fine is not useful good. when you're making yeah. that much it's just not fine is not good enough on this no. defense core not in a salary cap league it's not if so you had no so salary big. cap and he was making that but he was still rosterable then whatever who cares yeah but like the, for a team that's tight against the cap and we'll probably have to actually trade good players to keep this garbage on their roster like yeah you don't want to 
At least they only have one more year of Tyler Myers at six million, and then he's gone. Yeah. I wonder if they could. They should see. That's a the guy. Like, honestly, I know you said you'd sign him, but like, given what this team looks like, like you should trade Bo Horvat. <laughs> Is he UFA? Isn't he? Yeah. He's yeah. 5.5 million. You could trade him basically anywhere. There's no team out there that the would want him. That's the problem is I think they like him. Right? Like, I don't, I, th- I don't, I think, I don't really know who they think the problem is because they just re-signed all these guys, right? Like, if Miller was the problem, they re-signed him. If Garland, for some reason, is the problem, he, they just re-signed him. If Brock Besser is the problem, they just re-signed him. Like, who's the problem if it's not Bo? You know what I mean? Well, it's it, the it's like issue. a it's a borderline like a Vancouver thing, where it's just like they think all their players are so good, and then it doesn't end up working out, and then they freak out, and then the players feel it, and then it's just this crazy cycle all the time. Yeah. Like that's why, like that's probably why one of the reasons why I look at the teams that they've had recently that have been successful. Like look at Marcus Naslund. He wasn't exactly this flashy, mouthy, like yeah. you know what I mean. Like and same with the Sedins, right? The, yeah. Those were the guys that worked here. Were the guys that just it rolled off their back. They didn't really care. Like whatever. Like were they had that like whatever Swedish or Nordic mentality. Yeah. If you will. And they don't have that right now. Like really. Like look who their team's built around. Like Bo Horvat's the captain. They got JT Miller there. Like these guys feel it. Like every yeah. day. A lot like, of pressure. They feel it. Right. Mm-hmm. Like the, I saw on uh in, or on Twitter somebody was saying like he was at a. A grocery store and there were people like or not a grocery store like one of those pumpkin things you know where you take your kids <laughs> a like, pumpkin patch yeah like a pumpkin you take your kids there and there's all this crap there and they can have fun or whatever and jt miller was there with his family and people were like chirping him yeah those people are fucking losers yeah but you don't get that in every market and that's the argument that a lot of people try and make and fans freak out about it and it's like yeah, yeah but like you are part of the problem as a fan if you do that kind of shit like even to me personally even going up to him in that moment and asking for literally anything of his time is rude and ignorant. For sure. He's there I with agree. his family. Like, fuck off, honestly. Yep. Like, who cares if you want an Instagram post? Like, who cares? Like, screw off. I agree. Who cares? Who cares who you met? Nobody cares. Is he your friend? Maybe that's interesting. Then bring him to my house. But I don't care if you got a picture <laughs> with somebody. Who cares? <laughs> Everybody can get a picture with somebody. It's Photoshop. Like, you can get a picture with whoever you want. <laughs> the, the deep fakes. The deep. Oh, those are weird. I've seen some of those. <laughs> They're weird. That's going to. I'm sure that won't confuse people, given how definitely, you know, knowledge based everyone seems to be All moving right. towards nowadays. Here we go. Here we go. <laughs> uh, okay, let me check. Do I miss any? Oh, yeah, we got to do. Um, I know you, okay, we got, yeah, whatever. Let's just do an earlier show. Uh, but before we go, we got to quickly go over our bingo here because we're going to start doing that every episode to see if we are able to check anything off. Okay. So I'm just going to do a quick scan because some of these are obviously end of year things. Mm-hmm. But some of them we could, like Sheldon Keith and Dubis haven't been fired, so... Uh, five or more coaches will be fired. We haven't had one yet. Mm-hmm. Kessel plays a full 82. We at least talked. Bruce Boudreau, Jack, how does winners got to <laughs> What a conversation we, probably, we just had. We could probably uh, cross we might, that We might be able to get rid of that one. <laughs> that um, happen, right? 
Yeah, I don't know if we we might not need to necessarily check in on these every. Kapanen hasn't been traded. No, I think it's something that we review at the end of the year. Yeah, at the end of the year, we'll check back in on this. These are way more long-term than... Than you thought. Than I thought. I thought there was a few, like, could go off. But these are more long-term predictions. Okay, so we're going to do a little bit of a short show this week. Uh, and hopefully next week we will be back on our regular recording schedule of Sunday nights and Monday releases. Uh, so thank you everyone for listening and we will talk to you next week. Bye.